fan-fucking-antastic. Especially fan-fucking, I guess. Our next giveaway is... <laughs> oh, dear. A pearl necklace! <laughs> Just for you! <laughs> Just for you, you wonderful person listening to us. Call in now. <laughs> and we won't give it to you, so... <laughs> <laughs> Psych! <laughs> no, but hey, and welcome to the Dead Red Herring. The place where we, well, go yep. off track and beat dead horses. Yes, and give up her necklaces to dead horses. <laughs> um, no, no. No! <laughs> Stop it. No. Get some help. No, and no. <laughs> there is no help. <laughs> but you know what did need help? What did need help? <laughs> Segway. A, the new Sonic movie. Yes, it did. It, uh, <laughs> did you see the trailer? I saw the trailer and I saw the um, fan reaction, so to speak. Yeah, it was quite visceral. <laughs> and I, I kind of agree it was kind of atrocious. Uh, yeah. He looked atrocious. Yeah. I mean, sure, you, you have the creative freedom and everything when someone makes a movie. Yeah, fuck you and your creative freedom. This is what you get. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's a good thing. <laughs> We've seen it before. Exactly. I guess we'll see it again. Yeah. But the difference here is that the, I think it was the director of the movie, mm-hmm. he actually responded to the uh, critique. <laughs> and they are going to make changes. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, that is good. You see, this is the way you interact with people, with Potential fans or, or people that enjoy the things that you take inspiration from. Yeah. In this case, the games Sonic. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'm yeah. actually, whenever I'm talking about Sonic, I always think about the 16 bit games, the yeah. original things. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But because I, I was never into the modern games. I just, I, exactly, I, yeah. I, I've only followed, like, Sonic 1 and 2 and whatever, for, for this 16-bit, and, uh... I, I've actually cleared the first, but I did have to cheat. The, mind you, this is <laughs> when I was quite young. Oh, It was really? a hollow victory, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, the reason was that the uh, water level, mm. I fucking hate that fucking water level. I got to Robotnik a couple of times, Mm? but I died, and I died, and I had to do it all over again, until the point that, no, no. Fuck (laughs) this! Yeah. So I used a sheet code to pass that level, and then I actually completed the game. I haven't... I still haven't collected all of the Chaos Gems. So. Yeah, that is actually what they're called. I kind of forgot that for a second. I'm like, yeah. chaos, Jim. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, that is yeah, that I, is what they call. Okay, how many are there? Are there ten of them? I think. No, no, not that many. I think there's really? seven of them. Maybe. Oh, fucked if I know. And they're of the color of the rainbow. <laughs> 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 now take that as you will. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that. Don't say that to people nowadays. <laughs> You don't know how they will take that as they will. Offended, of course. Pregnant Sonic, I give you that one. No, no, no. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Go back to Tumblr. No. <laughs> and rumors in that t- 
Tumblr might actually be bought by Pornhub. Yeah. Gather the degenerates again. <laughs> yeah. Hooray! The degenerate refugees that's been spread across the entire yeah. interwebs. The de- degenerate refugees or the deranged refugees or <laughs> whatever, you, whatever want. you want to call them. Get them back to Tumblr. <laughs> Get them back, we'll be good. <laughs> but, but isn't it ironic that Pornhub... And I think it was some other hentai site, Faku, or whatever it's called. <laughs> You're a Faku. You're a Faku. <laughs> no, but, but these two are actually rumored to be uh, having the idea, at least, to get Tumblr and get it op- back up and running again and allowing for the not-safe-for-work content. Yeah. <laughs> but y- just imagine Pornhub running the site, which has been the... Most obnoxious, toxic, growing place for our, well, less enthusiastic uh, regressives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes. And now, Pornhub's gonna run the place. I I also have to say I love the irony of this. I'm not saying we're gonna murder fucker chaos god into existence, but... Prepare for the worst, people. <laughs> Have you heard about the Eldar? <laughs> if you haven't, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. Kinda. <laughs> <sighs> but you know, it's all part of creation, I guess. Yes, I suppose. Oh, fuck you, that segue. <laughs> what? Oh, I, th- I thought we were going to continue talking about our creations. But anyways, yeah. What? I thought we were going to segue. Sorry. All part of creation, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well... What else would it be? I don't. I just think about were today's you thinking just today's subject, and I thought that segue was what. Well, speaking about creations, we have made some our own creations of <laughs> the role playing kind. Yeah, like I said. <laughs> well, take it as you want. Be offended. It's not my problem. I'm not offended. I, I see you're offended. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bite your face off, bitch. Yeah, but uh... <laughs> but yeah, but we're getting to that. Well, subject a- actually, but, uh... there is one more thing that we need to. We have to mention that we have lost a dear person to us all. Yeah, we have. Chewbacca we... is roaring with Carrie Fisher. Yes, our he dear is. princess, mm. because uh, uh, Peter Mayhew. Yeah, he has passed away. Yeah. Sadly enough. That is very sad, actually. And I'm very shocked because he passed away the... I think it was the 30th of April. So it was a couple of days ago, but I didn't find out until today. Yeah, me neither. And I was distraught. I I was like, why haven't I heard of this? Yeah, it's been really quiet. Why wasn't I informed? Yeah, I haven't really looked into anything of it. I've just seen the headlines and so... Yeah. And uh, there there was a small piece of it on the news today, so... Well, it's sad, but things are the way they are, I guess. Yeah. So now, <laughs> you can make your own segue. Yeah, speaking of murder-fucking-chaos got into <laughs> existence, we have created some of our own... Uh... Some murder-fucking of our own. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll send a snuff video later, but... Uh... We will send a link to the dark web. Anyways! (laughs) 
Yeah, yoke yourself out of this one. I can't. <laughs> We're both in this one together now. Oh, hey, don't be dragging me Help down. Help me. No. Sure, I'll give you a basket. It has lotion in it. Yay. <laughs> it's dark in here. I think it's dark in here. It's full of dark humor. Yeah. But, yeah, we've actually... To, to give a sort of a backstory, maybe. Hmm. Um... Both of us are quite the nerds, if that <laughs> isn't really apparent by this point. Nerds! I mean, sure, if you're new here, this this might actually be valid information. If, yeah. you're, if you've been here before, I guess you could have guessed that. Yeah, but we're going to mention it again. Yeah. There's going to be a test. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. <laughs> All right, write that down. Uh, and part of the interest for us both is... Uh, the old school tabletop role playing games. Yes. The dice and pen paper. Yeah. Good old fashioned. And I've been having I've been a part of that hobby if I could say that. Yeah, I didn't say it's a hobby. Yeah. Uh I've been having that as a hobby for at least 16 years now. Mm. So <laughs> I'm sort of old in the game. It's quite long. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, most of my time I've actually been uh, the uh the dungeon master yes, or the game the DM, master. The GM, the master. The game master. <laughs> the game master. You're a game master. Gay lord, I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Always prancing around. Giddy as fuck. Please call me flaming. <laughs> flaming gay lord at your service. <laughs> and, uh, well, I- at least in my case, and for you mm-hmm. now later on yep it has led to creating our own settings and uh, at least for me it's been a lot of creating own rules game mechanics and stuff like that yeah it's uh, i have i have been some or we i must say we have been some doing creation of our own in in my game also but it's not as much rule Making us it's with you, it's sort of a simpler version, so to speak. But yeah. uh, but I guess the reason why we have done it is because the I wouldn't say the lack of, but um, I guess it's the only thing. If you want something done, you have to do it yourself. Because if you want something your way, well, why don't you go make your own? Well, fine, I will. <laughs> sort of, yeah. And and in your case, it's a lot of superheroes. Exactly. I I am. Was and still, even in this day and age, very much a fan of the superhero trope and the the comics, the movies, and all that. The and genre. The genre, yeah, exactly. And it has made me take a lot of inspiration. Well, Sometimes <laughs> even shamefully copied in some cases. But uh, <laughs> oh my! But, but to be fair, I mean, it's kind of hard to be. It's very hard really, to be original, uh, original, original in, in, in these, these territories. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the, the two giants, the two titans that is Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. they copied each other for, I was going to say centuries, but <laughs> decades. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for centuries they have copied. No, but they have copied each other and yeah, taken a lot of inspiration for others. And it's been a, all, all in all an inspiration in... Uh, incest fest so to speak more but, or less yeah so i see no shame in taking some inspiration of my own and they're and they're creating some of my own also mm-hmm. but yeah i i 
it's supposed to the reason also why I'm doing this is because I I have a dream <laughs> that someday I might even make this into an electronic game. Someday, I hope. It is a dream, but uh, so for for that reason, we sort of yeah, let's try it out in roleplay form. Yeah, that was actually after I've been on your back for <laughs> about. <laughs> I don't know how long it took before you actually considered the idea. Yeah, I. It was like, oh, how the fuck do we do this then? And so, yeah. And the reason is that the reason to why I actually well got on your back and and pushed you into making it into a role playing game for like testing stuff mm-hmm. is because I know that this is one of the things they did with uh, Fallout 2, at least. That's true. And actually, one of the adventures that they played while working on Fallout 2 was was a game that later on became New Vegas. Ah, I see. There were some changes done (laughs) and so, but but they actually had that in a a tabletop game form Hmm. from start that's cool so and in my opinion just having it as a tabletop game it it allows you to explore the world explore the setting see what works what doesn't work and if you're gonna have mechanics it's also quite an interesting way of looking at mechanics that's true and it's also a very good way to dynamically create the world as you go Mm -hmm. with your with your players. Yeah, you fill it with stories. Yeah. You get lore by actually playing. Free lore. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, um, I, I have... A, my interest within the different genres and so it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a soft spot for the space opera theme, mm-hmm. the cyberpunk theme. Uh, Punk themes in general in general is actually something I quite enjoy. I was heavy into fantasy earlier, mm-hmm. but nowadays I, I I don't know, I've kind of lost interest in it because it's it's sort of stagnated in my opinion. It, it's, it's more or less just the same all the way around, even though there are some some small variations. It mm. feels like there's not much you can do at this point. No, I mean, it's. I was going to say it's an oversaturated market, but you know, like you said, it's more of a stagnated market. I mean, everything is is in the risk zone becoming a D&D clone in that case. That, that's one that way. That depends on how you do it, of course, but... Uh, yeah, it's not only games. I mean, it's... The tropes within the genre, it's been done so many times. Mm. And... I mean, you can always have more variations. You can always find some special niche. Yeah, of course. I mean, I still enjoy the genre all over Mm. like that. I mean, (laughs) having a fantasy adventure, especially a high fantasy, (laughs) it, it allows for some fun times. Well, all these times we have played Eon. Yeah, Eon. 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 It's a Swedish role playing game that. it has a fantasy setting, a medieval setting, you could say. Yeah. But it sort of goes on the line of introducing more realism. Mm-hmm. Even though you have the classical fantasy elements like elves and dwarves and 
not really orcs. They they're called uh, Tirok. Mm. But it it's the, the <laughs> it's an orc yeah orc <laughs> troll combo things yeah well actually there are trolls as a race but they're not really playable and there are three different forms there are forest trolls cave trolls and uh, mountain trolls I think they are mm. and <laughs> the forest trolls are actually kind of peaceful big lumbering uh, passive well yeah. And magic users. Oh, cool. Uh, mountain trolls are m- more of the... Imagine a barbarian that's just ah. bigger and meaner. <laughs> and then you have the cave trolls. Those are evil <laughs> bastards. Evil fuckers, aren't they? And funny enough about the cave trolls, they actually have a m- mating period. At which point, the male trolls will actually hump anything with a hole. That's actually in the books. (laughs) And also, their favorite snack is dwarf. I feel targeted. (laughs) Yeah, you usually play dwarf. Yeah, I like playing dwarf. (laughs) Goes into my persona. Nobody. But, well, uh, of course, they're still... There is magic in this world as yeah. well, but uh, there is a lot of inspiration of old uh, civilizations. Yeah. You have sort of uh, the M- Middle Eastern, the Persian, and the uh, Babylonian mm-hmm. uh, civilizations taking uh, inspiration. You have the Roman and Greek. Uh, you have the medieval European. Yeah. Both the more English and you have the more French and Holy Roman Empire. Mm. It's It spans a lot of, at least in our view, a greater timeline and mixes them into one world. Mm. But it's fun because, <laughs> well, as, as in any role-playing games, you can do a lot of weird, funny stuff. Yes, you can. And... For me, I, I've been playing a lot of Eon. I've been playing a lot of World of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I do not like Masquerade because, in my opinion, that is a broken game. That is, it, it's just retconned piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, well, it's better fitting in the tabletop way with the Mind's Eye Theater system and everything, but it's still. It it feels like it's just kind of power gaming for emos. <laughs> if it had more edge, it would be a razor. <laughs> yeah, sort of. But when it comes to uh, World of Darkness, I actually do enjoy the new World of Darkness. Hmm. The uh, changed version of the game. <laughs> because the retconned the, nuts piece of shit. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say, say retconned, because the new World of Darkness, they... they uh, Change. They did make changes to the system, even though they have the base still left, but they changed the world and made it a whole lot more open, hmm. which allows you to have more interactions, I'd say. Flavor. <laughs> yeah. And, and using the World of Darkness system, the uh, die pool system and all. Yeah. I've been using that for, for one-shot games, hmm. which was the first 
game I actually played with you. Yes. It was a World War II <laughs> special yeah. forces <laughs> kind of game where you had to infiltrate some sort of... Uh, well, it was a German castle. A German fortress. castle that, that was converted into a uh, Nazi science... Occult lab. laboratory. Yeah, and, and you found it to be occult and stuff like that. Well, that was quite funny. That was very fun. <laughs> and... Even though the se- there is some seriousness in the setting, there there were a lot of room for the more uh, silly stuff. The goofiness. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it was intentional, but a lot of times it wasn't. No. I mean, that, that was a, the best <laughs> comedic thing. It was the unintentional. Like, for instance, a, um, a whole source of laughter was the two-meter-high... Scottish giant called Angus, <laughs> who didn't have anything in uh, sort of acrobatics or yeah, uh, he had a low athletic score exactly. So, when <laughs> which everyone... is interesting for being a special operator <laughs> exactly. So when everyone was spending their time climbing up a mountain wall, yeah, Angus was just standing there jumping with the rope and wondering <laughs> what the fuck do I do. <laughs> <laughs> and later, when they we all took turns running over a road, t- taking cover from Germans. Actually, you were running over across a field, or yeah, open yeah. field first, yeah, to avoid a patrol. Yes, and then we got uh, everyone was to um, cast uh, their at- athletics. Yeah, roll for athletics. Yeah, roll for athletics, and uh, you failed. Yep, and, and failed. I- I fail, I get up, and I failed, and I get up, <laughs> and I failed again. So basically what happened was Angus was sort of doing the disco worm all over the road. Yeah. <laughs> and long story short, you all fuck it up, you burn down the village in the valley, uh, you set fire to the and that castle, was not me. and uh, you... I didn't set fire to anything, no. that was my fiancé. <laughs> and... And the thing you were there to get, you burned to get away. I think we threw it at the Actually, big monster, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you threw it at the, the pursuing monster to, so it would leave you be. Well done. Well done <laughs> thank, indeed. Thank you. Mission... Um, um, mission, yes. Yes. <laughs> Was it a mission success? Well, Let's depending see. on how you look at things. How do you... Do- how do you define success? <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> oh, then no. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, using the World of Darkness, new World of Darkness system for one shots, that, that's sort of a standard for me. Mm. Or has been, at mm. least. But then, later on, I started working on my own system, my own mechanics, yep. and I actually made a... At this point, it is a steampunk setting, mm-hmm. but it's actually, it, it, it goes over periods. Yeah. And the earliest period is more or less just ships and boats with balloons. Mm-hmm. And a middle period, it's going to be more actually built airships. Yeah. It's not only converted <laughs> seafaring <laughs> ships. I strapped a balloon to this fucker. Yeah. And the later period is going to have a lot of elements from World War I mm-hmm. and uh, more or less early diesel punk. Hmm. I like that. 
I like diesel punk. Yeah, me too. That, that, that is actually a genre that hasn't been explored that much. No, exactly. And I think that's... That's, that's a shame. That's a very shame. Because I can only think of two things just out of the top of my head. Mm. It's uh, Rocket Man. Yep. The comic, and there was a movie adaptation. It wasn't really that. Yeah, it was. It was, it, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. But but it's <laughs> it's something you just put on and have in the background. It well, it had Timothy Dalton as a villain. I <laughs> I think that's a big achievement. Yeah. And the other thing is Sky Captain. Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Yeah. I actually really enjoy that one. And that is sort of a mix between diesel and retrofuturism. Yeah, it is. With the ray guns and... The uh, ray guns. And giant the robots. Gen- exactly. And that is a fun period. I, I'm thinking of adapting that sort of period into my... In the historical sense. Mm-hmm. In my superhero. But but yeah, the... Uh, with the diesel punk and all that. That's... And I'm it's not really to... diesel punk like that. It's more like the World War One era. With Never all... stopped. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of. Because it's not like it's set in stone, a lot of the stuff. But the general idea I have for it is hmm. to have these different uh, periods. Yeah. And because... The name of my the name of my game. <laughs> the name of the game is <laughs> is Weird Century because of well, it it spans over a century. Yeah, and you should have all the possibilities to actually ha- have the different settings within the game. And I like that because it gives the the element of choice. Yeah, you can do a generation play. Yeah, and I have ideas. <laughs> by God, I have ideas for. <laughs> For generation play. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound good. Oh, it is. Believe me, Sonny. <laughs> I don't want to have diapers. No, that's age play. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that, that is some degeneracy, right? There? That is degeneracy. <laughs> uh, what else can I say? Okay. I actually did a poll yep. uh, on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> uh, asking people what they thought would actually be more interesting to have a steampunk setting or steampunk world mm-hmm. that is uh, more, uh, I'm about to say realistic, but uh, realistic co- versus a world with fantasy elements. If you, if you want to put it like that, a high steampunk or a low steampunk, if you want to be like no, that. No, not really that. It's more like only humans or fantasy races. Oh, okay. Because well, I, I would say high fantasy steampunk or low fantasy steampunk. Well, well, okay. If you if, add fantasy, if I to it, yeah, okay, sure, fair okay, enough. yes. But uh, the the majority vote, <laughs> <laughs> I think the total voter count was four or something. They you, want <laughs> you four people, yeah, yeah, engagement. <laughs> they actually want to have the fantasy element. Awesome. So I I did have some ideas already because I I'm already thinking of having one. So to say, low fantasy version and one high fantasy version. Yeah. But when it comes to implementing the fantasy races, I am thinking of having the usual suspects. Well. Humans, dwarves, elves, orcs. And then I'm gonna have halflings and trolls. What about goblins? Well, if you wanna have goblins, sure, but they're gonna be midgets. (laughs) Yes, they will. (laughs) And by saying midgets, here's the thing. We had a <laughs> in-joke 
<laughs> sort of existing midgets in your world, but yeah. <laughs> they, they, okay, it's not l- little people midgets, these. Imagine pygmies. Yeah. Uh, what movie is that? that it's actually Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, that's right. You have these sort of pygmy thingies running around in the grass. No, oh, no, that's no, no, the that, mummy. That's the mummy, right. The second mummy movie. Yeah, th- that's right. It's <laughs> I, I, I ah. stand corrected. But in this movie, anyways, there are these tiny pygmies running around being yeah. really mean and angry. And it's sort of like that. Yes. And they actually have a very specific sound. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> I mean, imagine a little a little fucker just standing there, really angry, fist uh, in the air. About... Yeah. Uh, and the reason I don't really, I think the the way we came up with them was that we had a joke about uh, a. Manservant called Wilkins. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's like this proper British British butler person. That that he's always there for his master. Did we have a name for the master? Oh, I think we did, but I yes. don't remember it. It is lost in history. But yeah, <laughs> but but the joke was that you had the Wilkins. Always ready, always this stoic right away, huh? Like, through thick and thin, whatever <laughs> his master has yeah. <laughs> ideas for him, it's just, yes. Yes, yes and uh, his master is this kind of typical British aristocrat buffoon. <laughs> yes. Always calling upon Wilkins to do <laughs> random stuff. Fetch the tea, Wilkins! <laughs> right away, sir. And th- this bastard actually has a midget. Several, I would say. Okay, yeah, he has several midgets in his mansion. And I think, did, was Wilkins actually able to... Uh... They bite him a lot, but yeah, he was He was of able accepted. to control them. Yeah. So it could be, like, from nowhere, Wilkins, bring forth the midgets! Bring forth the battle midgets! I want to be entertained! <laughs> sort of. <laughs> and we came to the point that the, the reason that Wilkins actually has this stoic thing is because he's more or less dead inside. <laughs> you can see him in his small servant's quarter at night, sitting on the bed, looking at a picture of the queen, of course. Yes. <laughs> Be strong. Be strong, Wilkins. Be strong for the queen. For queen and country. <laughs> and, uh, just imagine him like a, a veteran. From uh, the Zulu Wars or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and now he's stuck in a small servant's quarter with a buffoon of an employer. But he wouldn't dream of crossing no, no, his no, master. No no no. <laughs> no, no, no. And then he has to do battle with these midgets all the time. <laughs> and from this joke... It actually came to be that I had these midgets in my steampunk world, <laughs> which also connects to one of Magnus' characters. Yes. The good old captain. Yes, the captain. Captain... Uh, Ramsbottom, I Ra- think. Rainsbottom Pitkin... Uh, the third. The third. <laughs> it is a fucking British name. <laughs> he is a... Well, he is a captain. Yes, and... 
let's just say his main <laughs> motto is you can't spell dishonorable dishonorable discharge without honorable. <laughs> yeah. Old military uh, reason he was dishonorably discharged was uh, because he crashed his ship. Yeah. Or and I actually think he abandoned his ship. <laughs> Abandoned the crew and crashed the ship, <laughs> yeah. I believe. The, and it uh, involved these little um, yeah, yeah. violent fuckers. <laughs> but, but I, I don't think we actually really explored the details of, of the crash. More, more that it involved uh, midgets uh, and your captain doing yeah. a Indiana Jones. Exactly. Imagine the first scene in Indiana Jones. In the, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Exactly. When, when he, he's running away from the natives. Start the plane! Start the plane! <laughs> Start the ship! Start the ship! And instead of the natives, it's, it's these little midget fuckers running after him. Like chucking spears, blowing darts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I actually have it when, when we were playing that I made him hear these midget sounds from time to time just to make him spooked. He has sort of, yeah, the um, post-traumatic yeah. from these little things. And uh, speaking of the generation play, I'm thinking of making the, the later, the late, ver- no, not the late version, but the later version of the captain, like this paranoid old man who keep hearing these goddamn things everywhere. Sitting by, by the door. Yeah, sitting by the door. And just g- doing airship tours of the capital city. Yeah. Just this old bearded captain. I used to be a captain, you know. <laughs> Who had, had a son with a drunken pirate. Yeah, which is... Your Funnily enough, my fiance's character. <laughs> so I'm thinking of making a son. Who is basically this uh, bumbling buffoon of the captain. But imagine alcoholism also. Well, he's supposed to be British, so... Yeah. So I mean, aren't all Brits sort of <laughs> closet alcoholics? <laughs> <laughs> Buffoonish <laughs> closet alcoholic. So yeah. There is something with countries and alcohol. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh yeah. But this is a perfect example of dynamically creating lore as we go. Yeah. And the thing is that I take heavy inspiration of things like the new world. Yeah. And the age of colonialism. Yeah, with that said... The age you, of empires. Yeah, exactly. And with that said, you do uh, have a little bit of... Uh, what do you call it? Cattle punk, I think. Yeah, there is one part of the world that actually do get into the more weird west. Yeah. And cattle punk's style. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is actually intentional because that's also a sort of genre I, I really love. It's both the classic western, yeah. but also the punk version of western. and uh the the sci-fi western yeah imagine mixing in the steampunk with western fantastic yeah and that is weird western <laughs> well <laughs> duh well, but um, um i i guess i could just go on ramble ramble about this but cool. I, i'm just not sure what more to say i guess if, well, we if you want to hear more about it you just tell me and I should buy our book <laughs> But uh, okay, I can I can say this that there is actually a quite a lot of lore that is unknown and meant to be unknown to the players because yeah. it, it sort of should add this mystery aspect. Yeah. Because there, 
there has been earlier civilizations, and it. Now that I think about it, it actually reminds me of how you, in Oblivion, yeah, and actually all of the Elder Scrolls game, you run around and you find these ruins, and you can go down and explore them yeah, and the find Dwemer ruins and all exactly. that. Exactly, uh... sort of like that, and the, these like archaeological places and stuff exist within my world as well. Not not as it is in the Elder Scrolls game, but there are a lot of unknown aspects to it and the modern scholars uh, <laughs> they have their interpretation more or less like we have our interpretations of i don't know babylonia and the the yeah. uh, ancient greeks and such the ancient world yeah but the thing is that there exists magic in the world mm-hmm. and it is actually i i'm basing it on sort of the what what we, we can say the occult traditions that it's involving uh, gestures symbols words of power hmm. and you need to know these things to be able to use magic in yeah. it, what is called magic hmm. at least um but it's actually more of esoteric occultism hmm. and you have of course that that has sort of a a uh, Lovecraftian element to it because mm. it deals a lot with what is beyond the veil of perception and stuff like that. Yeah. And then on the other side, you have the technological things. And what makes technology amazing in my world is a blue glowing crystal that is called uh, Trinitum. And this mineral can enhance, transform, and make the most unbelievable things believable. Mm. Like, you can have airships. You can have um, uh, ultra-light, but extremely durable uh, alloys and and stuff like this. Yeah. But there is a backside to this uh, mineral. Radiation. (laughs) Actually, sort of. uh, Because as much of a enhancement or impact change it has upon immaterial elements. Mm-hmm. It also has on, well, biological things. Yeah. So th- there is something that is called the uh, Trinitum disease, which is that people get overexposed to the this element in its pure form, mm-hmm. and they actually turn sick. And this will send them into a fever, and if they do not (laughs) survive, they are actually changed into something else. Mm. I I don't want to say zombie, but they turn into quote-unquote monsters. Yeah. Mutation. Yeah. Mutants. Mutant scum. (laughs) But if you actually do survive this, you (laughs) might actually... You will still be changed in some way, but it might actually give you gifts, so to say. Enhancement. Yeah. But it it, it could come with a cost as yeah, well. It's like course. you could have someone uh, get ill and they go through a change which makes them imagine a Hulk kind of body. So they, they get really big and strong, but they have marks after the uh, disease. Mm. And everyone who has contracted this disease and actually survived has a certain glow to their eyes to show it. Hmm. And in in my way of 
making mutants, <laughs> you could say, <laughs> is the result of surviving this disease. Yeah. Uh, but I, I actually have a mechanic for player characters to see if they survive or not. <laughs> and it involves quite a lot of die rolls, and it's about constitution. Uh, or stamina, I'm not sure. I, I write this in Swedish, so it's kind of hard to just <laughs> directly... Damn you, English! <laughs> to translate it just off the off my head like hmm. this. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can get either physical changes or mental changes. Hmm. Which involves, well, it's open for whatever thing you want to have. Telekinesis, but voices. Yeah. Well, you could get derangements as well. Mm. That's actually a good thing. I should not write that down. <laughs> write, write that down. <laughs> write, write that down. And when I started making this game, I actually were thinking of using classes. Mm -hmm. I still have this left, sort of, because I was thinking that you would have a class which gave you certain skills, and it might actually give you a focus ability. Mm. And I actually have focus as a attribute. Right. And this is actually, within the game, it's thought that uh, a person can actually, by, by using focus, get really centered on either completing a task or doing something... You can get a bonus in your role, so Yeah, doing something amazing, like, I, I um, as a player... Purely mechanical. I say that I use one point of focus to get an extra die to be able to do this. Mm. Uh, or if you have a certain ability, like for example, you have the sharpshooter yep. persona, mm. and the ability that makes you able to imagine like Dead Eye in Red Dead Redemption, yeah. or uh, <clears throat> doing such a dead shot, uh, dead shot, or, or the impossible shots. I'm not hmm. sure where I could, uh, what likeness I can go with that. It's like, mm, to, yeah. think of turn uh, the bullet or yeah, something. Yeah, in that movie, like whatever oh, the fuck you, it's called. Oh, like uh, like Hawkeye or or yeah. Bullseye. Yeah. Even yeah. I think Bullseye was actually the the better mm -hmm. likeness because he looks. Uh, he has a target, but he shoots like to the side. It makes the bullet. Ricochet, ricochet the... off three or four different points and then headshot. Yeah. That is the kind of ability. But you, you need to have focus to use these. Yeah. And there are different kinds of abilities that you can learn or that you can develop and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, I'm still working on the game, but yeah. I, I guess you get the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy on the development. Yeah. We actually need to play more. <laughs> yes, we do, actually. We uh, need to develop this fucker. Yeah, and uh, I would like to say the same to me also. But it's just that. Find time. Yeah. That's difficult. Well, I guess we can find time. It's just we need to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Just do, do it. it! But that is actually the, the thing I like with creating my own stuff, because it, it actually opens up for me to be able to explore ideas and concepts that yeah. might actually otherwise be hard to do. Mm -hmm. Because when it comes to playing games, at least tabletop games, I'm not really a big fan of playing in, quote-unquote, our world, in the real world. Nah. I, I, it's kind I, of boring. <laughs> yeah, but because 
even even going in historical eras, it's always there are so many aspects to take into account. Yeah. Like yeah. for instance, you want to play a pirate game. Okay. What was it like in and and setting in the Caribbean? So what was it like in the Caribbeans? What were the uh, current state of affairs for this year? Who were the main player? Yeah. I mean, sure, we do know that it was France, Britain, Spain, Spain and uh, the Dutch. Yeah. Those were the main players. But who had the upper hand and stuff like that? And even if you, like, just take that out of the picture... There are still so many aspects, in, in my opinion at least, if you want to make it historical, yeah. that you have to think about. So it's you can't really have a person suddenly invent a uh, advanced thing. Or I have a Gatling gun. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, sixteen eighties. What the and, and stuff I'm like that. Smart. And that is why I like the punk yeah. aspect of things. Yeah, uh, and just have these variations i can do a play on based in our world if uh, there is a twist to it mm. like for instance in world of darkness yeah and uh, stuff like this yeah or even in in future settings as long as there can be this that you can break the uh, timeline let's say yeah and i i would say i try to do that with my world because to be fair, it is kind of set in this uh, modern era, but uh, the... Life gave, suddenly. But yeah, the uh, how you can get... No, not necessarily get away, but how you can... With the possibility of having these technological marvels, I mm-hmm. would say, because in my world... In my world, in your world, <laughs> we we had it is modern era, but with the I was gonna say this not distant future, but um, near future because mm-hmm. you have the possibilities of uh, yeah technological marvels because they technology. are technology. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we have like gadgeteers and all that people who tinker yeah. and make these like their own suits or gadgets or vehicles or whatever. The typical superhero aspects of, exactly. at least as we see it today. Yeah, exactly. Imagine your Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> So, yeah, you have the... I actually do a Constantine. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because in this world, I am sort of all over the goddamn place with this. Mm-hmm. I am a... Spiderweb of... I'm a spiderweb of inspiration! You are the spiderweb. I am the... You're not the spider, you are the spiderweb. Exactly, I am over (laughs) the fucking place. (laughs) Because we have technology, but like in yours, we have magic. Mm -hmm. We have... uh, We sort of a... A monastery of uh, magic... (laughs) (laughs) Magical monks. Magical monks, But not in the... uh, No, not the typical... Eastern traditions. No, exactly. And I know a lot of people are going to write, This is so Doctor Strange! Well, yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) But like I said, I take inspiration from, like, Doctor Strange, but also, like you said, from Constantine. Yeah. In the DC version. And this sort of hidden world of magic inside our technological marvelous world. And then you have the Technomages. Goddamn Technomages! <laughs> <laughs> you are heretical. <laughs> Scum! <laughs> but fun. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh... So, yeah, like, you have the, the uh, 
technomancers, really. Yeah. The the other the other side of the spectrum of the technomages, like I make machines and I handle them with magic, but I can control machines with magic, like are all yeah. that. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have that all. But while I'm on the subject, I have these kind of different kinds of backstories. Mm-hmm. I would say for um, yeah, for for the characters. Uh, we have the uh, taught people, which is basically your average mage, or you have your, I was going to say, your tinkerer. You have mm-hmm. learned your ability. Yeah. And then you have the people who are born with their ability. Like mutants. Like mutants, but not. <laughs> They're called freaks. Well, because they are. Yes, society views them as freaks. <laughs> goddamn right. Yes, goddamn right, too. <laughs> so, yeah, but people can yell and scream, mutants, all they want, but, uh, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the other, the other two, which is basically you have gained your ability through an accident. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I am in a lab full of lizards and biological warfare, and I'm poking around and... Suddenly, it all went kaboom, and now I'm a biological warfare <laughs> lizard. <laughs> There's a lab full of lizards. Uh huh. <laughs> and weird chemicals, and you go around poking the lizards, and they suddenly explode. No, poking the chemicals. Why would you poke the chemicals? I don't know, you're stupid. <laughs> then why are you in a lab? Internship. <laughs> this is Billy. He's not the brightest, but he's the boss's son. I'll take care of him. I am smart. (laughs) Ooh, lizard. Ooh, shiny lizard. Ooh, liquid boom. (laughs) And then he's like a reptilian, all that. uh, Like you spews acid and because of the warfare and all that. And all that. And then you have the last one. You have gained it. um, You, You had it trained. The taught, the I, accident, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking the born. Yeah, I'm thinking the English word for you have gone on them deliberately. For it's, instance, you have lied on, on an altar and like, give me super strength magic. <laughs> and a lot of monks have performed rituals and made you super strength. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, hey, I, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> Laying or, on an altar surrounded by mummies. Mummies? Ooh. I said monks. No, I said mummies. <laughs> fuck it. Mummies then. <laughs> Just imagine how cool wouldn't that be that, that you actually, actually found kind of cool. you find a ritual in, in an old book that raises some uh, old priest that has been mummified, yeah. and you put yourself on an altar, and they bring forth some ancient power that fills you up, and suddenly you can uh... fucking write it down. <laughs> fucking write that down. Yes. Well, you can do X. Yeah. You gain a power. Exactly. You gain the favor of some dark god, but it comes at the price. Yeah, exactly. Because now you have to eat babies. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or you are... (laughs) You are Groknar, the super strong baby eater. (laughs) (laughs) See? Now we even have a name for it. (laughs) Grognar. (laughs) Well, that could... Fit yeah. in a fantasy setting, so exactly. Yeah, I'm just thinking of a barbarian that's <laughs> like kicks I eat babies. <laughs> barbarian kicks in the door to some ancient underground temple, and <laughs> there are these mummies standing around just waiting for someone to uh find you will suffice. Yeah, either they 
they, uh. they offer him or, or they find him worthy <laughs> to be the vessel of this dark god that Fantastic. they worship. Exactly. <laughs> god, this is amazing. Awesome. We, write, we need to write this down. Grognar the baby eater. Baby eat the baby eating Hulk. <laughs> but yeah, the deliberate, like, or for, or for instance, in the other end, like in a technological sense, like uh, we have, like, 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 uh, but we have. You can make some sort of a cyborg esque character. Exactly. Not really a mother box nah, but thingy, dark side stuff, but there could be some weird sort of technology that. Well, imagine Captain America, really. Okay. Lie down in the. Uh, in, like, lie please. down in his smoking box and <laughs> we will inject Take you a with step into this vat <laughs> and we will inject you with steroids we're gonna inject you with nanites and see what happens okay <laughs> do I get paid? sure <laughs> yeah it. you will toss it, toss it, toss it. <laughs> push the button <laughs> so you have these five different kinds of uh, different kind of backstories yeah and you were sort of in there on Dark Gods. And yeah, in that sense, there <laughs> sort of exist these... Interdimensional beings. Or IDBs, as uh, <laughs> the service likes to call them. <laughs> Whoops! Whoops! Which stands for World Hazards and Occult Organizations. Fuck, fuck what's it named? <laughs> I know... Wait, fuck, I know this. What's the P? Yeah, exactly. Protection? I, no, I, I, I changed it for People's Strike Force to... Something. Yeah. Oh, shit, this is embarrassing. <laughs> you, you'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it soon. But while on, on sort of the subject with the uh, different world and stuff like that, one thing that I actually really want when it comes to my game, in my setting at least... Paranormal Strike Force! There we go. So, world... Go from the top. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. World Hazards and Occult Organizations Paranormal Strike Force. Or whoops. <laughs> there we go. Register, arrest, and neutralize. But one of the main aspects for why I don't like really our set, have the setting in our world is because if I do my own, I can have my own sort of politics. Yeah. That's true. And when it comes to my game and my setting, I want people to take what was more as the inspiration for how the world looks. Yeah. And not not being sort of sort of having to think that oh we need need to uh pay um not not pay. We we need to look at history through the lens of meh. Mm. Instead it could be like okay, what was it like in these times? Let's just have that. Yeah. And, and not thinking too much about it. Mm. And, and but looking at it like this, the um uh, the late 1800s, you had the rise of a whole lot of political factions factions and conflicts. Yeah. You had the old empires, you had the s- socialists rising up, you had a lot of anarchists and stuff like this. Yeah. And you don't need to make more of it than just having the, the core concepts of the ideologies. Yeah. You do not need to in- have what is thought of it today to apply to it. <laughs> and just the thing is that to have the a, a, a experience that is set in a sort of world that is this mid to late 1800s, early 1900s, but without our world politics. Mm. So you don't need to have 
certain factions going certain ways. You don't need to have empires building as they were necessarily. I don't need to spit on this black person. Exactly. Or you can go full-blown with with all the negative aspects like <laughs> racism and uh, colonialism and stuff like that. Now, Do that. That's more fun, I'd say. Yeah, but because it shouldn't be about the politics. Nah. It should be about having fun in the world. Yeah, exactly. And that's also a good thing because you don't need to even have these in it. Mm. You can just say, fuck all with that. I don't care. The world looks like this. Nothing more. Yeah. But my uh, my adventure is to take place in uh, the uh, this area of the world. It, it has more of a weird West setting to it, and we go fuck all with the politics. We don't care. It's the frontier. Yeah. Po- politics hasn't arrived yet. Or you could have an adventure set in the uh, old, one of the old empires and mm-hmm. have a political entry game. And let's say there is a anarchist group that wants to blow up the monarch. Assassinated an, an em, emperor, I don't know. Yeah, and then you have the, the concept of the anarch, yeah. a- anarchists uh, going against the monarchy. Yeah. It doesn't have to be any more than that. Yeah, exactly. No values or anything. Of course, you do you. Yeah. That, that's one of the core principles I have when it comes to gaming tabletop gaming yeah you have your world the way you want it to be Mm. you don't go tell anyone else how they should run their game and no one else should tell you how to run your game you do it the way you do it with your players exactly we don't mention any names here but pathfinder (laughs) exactly (laughs) we're looking at you yeah and I, i just because for me gaming both in the uh, electronic sense and in the pen and paper die sense, mm. it's to be enjoyable. Yeah. It, it's to be escapism. Yes. If I want to have politics, I'll go look at the news. <laughs> <laughs> or go on Twitter or, or whatever. Or look at something else in the nerd world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of course, it, it could be that it, it could be fun to explore certain aspects of certain political ideologies. I, mean, I, I, I have nothing against that. For example, I actually have a written adventure, sort of, the outlines at least, of a... Uh, it involves uh, anarchists trying to start a revolution. and Oh shit, pl- now you got me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and the players can either choose to join their side or actually join the... It, it's in the... Uh, Halberian. Uh, oh, yeah, the uh, sort of German inspired. Uh, yeah, exactly. The. Preussen. The Prussian. The Prussian. Yeah, Prussian. Halberisch <laughs> Kaiserreich, I think it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, I haven't been working on my game for so long, I've actually started to forget the names. But we have the Commonwealth. Yes. Her Majesty's, Her Majesty's Commonwealth. Her Majesty's Royal Commonwealth. Yeah. Led by good old Queen Linnea. Yeah. (laughs) So, but yeah, I mean, for me, this this is what makes it fun, that I can actually do my own thing. Yeah. Make your own version of it. That's more fun, really. And then we have airships and stuff like that. (laughs) At at this point, I'm actually really itching to try out the more World War I setting Mm -hmm. of the... uh, 
the the game. World conflict, world conflict. Exactly. So I'm just thinking about where and who should be in the conflict. Hmm. <laughs> because I, I have taken inspiration, li- like you do with your comic uh, heroes and such. Yep. I take inspiration from our history with the the British Empire, the German Empire, I have the Russian Empire, the Japanese Empire, mm-hmm. Chine- Japanese, Chinese. I, I do a, a mix and blend there. The Far Eastern. Yeah, so Far Eastern. Well, and... Uh, Actually, the Ottoman Empire. Mm, nice. I have one of those. Right. So, <laughs> you know, desert people. <laughs> well, in, 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 in my world, they actually are desert people. Nomadic. And, well, they started out as nomadic, but then they actually started building cities within these... In the desert, there are these humongous hollow mountains. And they build uh-huh. cities within and upon these infidels (laughs) but when it comes to the i'm still working on the different religions there but i i have a idea to have them all sort of coming from the old civilization and whatever happened to them Mm. i might actually discuss that part of the lore at at a later date Mm. to see what everyone thinks of it yes yeah uh but since my main idea had been to just have have it as humans, I had to think later on now that if I'm going to have a fantasy version, who is going to be what here? <laughs> and I concluded that uh, the Commonwealth and the... Uh, Brits. <laughs> the Brits and the Germans, at least, <laughs> they are going to be human, uh, human empires. The Far Eastern, human those are actually going to be elves. Right, the <laughs> and that's actually uh, separated into you have sort of two cultures within this. You have the high culture and the low culture. The high culture, they are imagine like high elves, sort of. Yeah, everything is like flowing, and when you speak the language, it's like it, it it's, it's just po- poetic, yeah. and you should do it, uh, describe things uh, in the most beautiful way you can do it. Japanese. <laughs> and uh, quite strict with, with practices and mm. traditions, stuff like that. Yeah. While the low culture has the more... Layman's. Well, it's... I, I don't want to say that it's lower... Well, within the empire, it's more of the common man's culture and stuff like that. Mm. But but I, in no way is it actually any less worth because they have their own sort of traditional way of doing things, their own administration and mm. stuff like this. Yeah. And the inspiration for that is more like the ancient China. Mm. And we all know how fucking advanced the ancient Chinese were. Yep. So those Hella. are... Yeah, so... High elves and not really low elves. I'm not sure what to call them. Common elves. <laughs> Common <laughs> elves. <laughs> Worker elves. Uh, I'm not sure where to put the dwarves yet. N- maybe they're Russian. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm not sure, but maybe the the orc. I'm thinking of you having the orcs not being... They, they're not going to be the... Wog! No, not not the warring, low IQ stuff. They are actually on par with humans. Yeah, but, but they're... racists. <laughs> but it's just their way of doing it is more pragmatic. I was practical. Say, no, it's... 
well, not well, yeah, sort of practical. I was thinking that maybe it, if we imagine them having their uh, roots in what we might call the Mongolian Empire, mm-hmm. so started out as warriors and then like they evolved <laughs> <laughs> with time, they became more and more steady having their empire and being part of other empires mm. and are sought after uh military officials mm. maybe it's just ideas i am working with throwing ideas at the wall here yeah. no idea what's gonna stick but i'm still not sure as i said where to put the dwarves <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... thinking maybe i mean your idea for them i think was like there were not much miners, they were more architectural. Right! And they were... They had their sort of dwarven fortress. Yeah. And they had it for generations, just building and digging, uh, just, like, having their own. Really, uh... It's dwarven strongholds all yeah, over the place. and seldom leaving it, because that is their thing. <laughs> and they stay in place until they run out of resources, and at that point... They abandon it and move on. Like fucking termites. <laughs> you could call them that if you want. Uh, but Bearded also, termites. Like, they, they are sought after within the different empires because uh, they're architects. They mm. know how to build mm. and make it great. Mm. So, I mean, whenever there's a palace or something needing to be built, hey! Get the dwarf! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and when it comes to trolls, I'm yeah. actually thinking I have them as sort of a crossing between orc and elves. Yep. <laughs> and elves in this setting, they are more on the magical side. Especially the high elves. The loves, the, they are more on the technical side. But mm. uh, orcs, they are really practical technology. So it's like on the scale. If have you ever played the game Arcanum? Mm, sort of. Yeah, because you have a scale there, technology to magic, mm. and I, I have this sort of scale in my head unofficially, <laughs> making sort of an equilibrium between them. Yeah, exactly. So they're more attuned to magic, more attuned to technology. Yeah. So the combination there will between orcs and elves are going to be trolls, and they will be more of the. They will tend to go toward more towards the magical aspect or, or side of things. Mm-hmm. But they are, how to say, it's not really, they're not outcasts, but they do have their own way of doing things, more living in attuned to nature and not nomadic, but they have their own communities. <clears throat> they are sort of the um, naturalistic sense. Yeah. Living of the land. Yeah. Not really building empires. <laughs> no, simple, naturalistic, romantic. Yeah. N- not really romantic. I mean, they, they do have their villages. They yeah. do have their their communities. And it's, it's just that they don't have the expansionist way of thinking. It's more like, okay, we, we've lived in this valley for generations and we like it here. We have a connection to this place. We take care of this place Mm. and make sure that we nurture it so that we can continue living here. Mm. That kind of way. How environmentalist friendly. Sort of Amish. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy Amish, the trolls. (laughs) I can see them having the beards, actually. 
Well, well, no, not really. But yeah, the, the, these are just concepts I play around with yeah, yeah, for yeah. the time being. They're fun concepts. Yeah. You can mix and turn a lot of different kinds. Mm-hmm. But what about badgers? <laughs> <laughs> how to turn the inside out. Here's what, how you do it. Um, <laughs> I've already disclosed... The secret of turning the badger inside out. Yes, I know. So we have prepared a badger here. <laughs> I'm gonna get the gun. <laughs> you use this chaos magic. No, it... <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. There is so much to talk about in these cases. Yes. So, at this point, I actually... I'm really interested what you, as a listener, have been thinking about this. Uh, is either of our ideas and concepts something you actually enjoy mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it is something that might actually trigger some kind of imaginary friends <laughs> frenzy <laughs> within your mind or you, tell us what's your ideas would uh, you like to play it would, would you like to play <laughs> like to play a game. But, but I, I would actually like to hear what you guys uh, think about mm. our stuff especially my stuff <laughs> well <laughs> 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 So, do, do, would you like to actually, do you want to know more? Exactly. <laughs> Please, tell us. Yes, do that. So, you can always get in touch with us on Twitter. The handle is, the main handle, to say, <laughs> is at DRH Podcast. Uh, Magnus actually has his own. Yeah, the backdoor handle is... Uh... DRH Magnus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the main culprit when it comes to yeah, I was shit posting say, on Twitter. <laughs> I was gonna say, if, if you want to get in touch with the Dead Red Herring podcast, you get in touch with, with the main handle. That's me. Yeah. I'm rolling. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, but you can also send an email. Hmm? Dead.red.herring at gmail.com And you can find our other stuff on uh, YouTube. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and a whole slew of other places where you find podcasts. Exactly. And on on YouTube, we... We do streams as We well. do live streams. We play games. Have fun. Join us. Yeah. <laughs> we, we kind of have a sucky connection, and uh, that's tragic. Yep. So it, it, it looks, does, it's not the best quality, sadly no, enough. on par with the potato at this moment, but, yeah, uh, but we, we hope that it'll... <laughs> It'll get better in the future. Yeah. <laughs> God damn you, <laughs> service provider. <sighs> oh, high speed internet. What's that? Mm. What's that? And why can't I can't I afford it? <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. Accessibility. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. So fuck yeah. you, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. But uh Okay. No. Any last words? <sighs> Shameful inspiration is fine and in some cases. My life is potato. My life is potato. <laughs> okay. I bye everyone. Yeah, bye. Looks a bit barren, don't you think? God, I hope she is. Oops.